Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile, the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Katie Eels is a friend of mine who I'm absolutely delighted to have on the podcast today. Katie is a mum, a wife, the creator and owner of Sabia Co and all-round legend. Sabia Co was born after Katie and her husband Dave found themselves on a remote beach in Sri Lanka. They were devastated over the amount of single-use personal items they were surrounded by. Sabia Co have since stopped 40 plus million single-use wipes from going into landfill and reduced their carbon emissions by 75% since introducing their refill and recycle program. Not only does Katie own this beautiful business that is quite literally helping the world as well as helping people feel comfortable in their own skin, I think you'll really enjoy Katie's insight on how her spiritual and self-development journey has got her to where she is today and continues to shape her reality and take her business from one success to the next. Let's get into the conversation. Welcome, Katie, to the Pass Around the Smile podcast. Thank you. I feel like this is just us every day. Literally, I feel like we should have rosé. I mean, obviously, I can't drink at I the could. moment. You could. It is eight in the morning, but I feel like you still could. I, I prob- would, yeah. probably should have provided some. It's a bit rude. <laughs> for for the listeners, uh, when Katie and I first met, we kind of, we went on like a, a little, little date. date. It was my first blind date. <laughs> oh, well, we had met before, kind of. At an event. At an event? Yeah. Yes. But like this was, yeah, it was like a date. Like I remember being a little bit nervous yeah. and I was like, oh my God, are we going to get along? <laughs> And then we ended up having the best night. Oh my God. I was telling someone about that night the other day. It was so random. It was so random. It was, I think it was, it was a, a beautiful Tuesday. full moon. It was a full moon. The sunset was gorgeous. It was summer. Yeah. And it was like this time last year. Oh, and look at us now. <laughs> We've grown up. We've grown. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> and I think we, we manifested a free bottle of wine that night. Yes, we did. <laughs> and a free dinner. <laughs> we did too. We got it all for free. And I can't, I can't remember what was said, but I'm pretty sure we were obviously talking about manifestation because that's what we like to do. And then, yeah, all of a sudden we got this free bottle of rosé at the Burley Pav, which is like unheard of, and a free dinner because... He, he gave us a free bottle and felt bad that we might drink drive home. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And it was something to do with... Didn't he feel bad because he was like, oh, don't break the chair? Yes. And I was being very cheeky. And I was yeah. like, are you trying to sound bad? I just had a baby. <laughs> That's right. And he's like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And we're like, we would really like some conversation. <laughs> no, we didn't say that. We just got given the free bottle of wine, guys. Okay, well, let's let's get started. Okay, I know this because I'm your friend. Um, but if you don't mind for the listeners, there was a time, and it wasn't too long ago, correct me if I'm wrong, where everything with Sabia Co., your beautiful business, got too much. It was mm. like you didn't know how you could move forward. You didn't know with the rising costs and the pressures how you could make it work. Your mindset was kind of all over the place with it and you kind of thought that you might stop. stop. Yeah. yeah. So what happened from then to now? Because I mean, from outside looking in now, Sabia Co is succeeding in more ways than it ever has. So yeah. talk us through that mindset change and what happened there. Yeah. So I think I had my baby in July 
and obviously your priorities shift. Um, we had a great team in place and I thought that that was more than enough and I was deserving to have a break, which I was deserving to have a break. But I guess one big thing that I've learned about business and it co- correlates really well with manifesting is the energy that we put in is the energy we get out. And I was giving it 2%. And then I started to get 2%. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? I've spent four years building this business, finding the team, doing all of the work to have six months with my newborn. Why is the universe not supporting me? Yeah. And I guess I flipped into that lack mindset and then you just start to spiral and you start to focus on the lack And it gets harder to focus on the good things. And then you just start creating more lack because you're in that low vibration and that's all the universe is getting from you. So it's all it can give you. And then in March at the start of the year, I just got to a point where I said to Dave, like, I think I need to get a real job. This just doesn't seem worth it. The sleepless nights or the the time before bed, I was sleeping fine, but it was that time when I would get to bed and I would be like running thoughts of like everything is costing more, we're not getting the engagement we used to, you know, I'm doing all of the right things and everything that we've done in the past that's gotten us to here isn't working anymore and I don't Mm. know, like are we just not the business of 2023 like does it is it just no longer what we're doing isn't interesting people and that's fine and we went through a really tough couple of months I think of bouncing around this idea of you know we've put so much in money time energy love we've sacrificed buying a house and going on holidays and doing the things that we wanted to do to build this dream and it's it is my dream business Mm. like I get to make skincare help people feel good and help the planet. My ideal dream business. And there's no job that offers me that either. So that was kind of where I got to this point where I was like, what job do I get to do if I shut Sabia Co? And there's not many. Like, I'm not old enough to be a lead chemist in a skincare brand. Also, like, definitely not qualified enough either. I don't want to work in marketing. I don't, you know, it's, it just got to this point where I was like, I, I just don't know what to do next. I don't want to be a stay at home mum. I don't want my business and I don't want to work for someone else. And I started to do a lot of internal work instead. At the beginning of the year, I was lucky enough to come to your event. And I always say that it was very pivotal for me because I pulled this change card and I always thought that change meant leaving the business and for so long I held on to that card and I was pissed off at your deck (laughs) this is my dream I've worked so hard for it like I can't give up and then I did your um, guide to happiness and those same feelings I pulled that card every fucking month for six months (laughs) I thought your deck was broken (laughs) it was telling you exactly what you needed to know and then I got to this point and I said all right Like, it's one or the other, just fucking tell me what to do. And it was keep the business. And that day I went to work, I got hundreds of messages from customers. It just happened that everyone felt like telling me how good my skincare was that day. Wow. And I went home to Dave and I was like, all right, I'm giving it my one last shot. 
I know that our products are making the difference. I know that all our business needs is my love and my guidance. And we were fortunate enough that, well, I, it's not fortunate. It's the fucking universe doing its thing. Yeah. Our beautiful staff member decided to leave and it pushed me into the role I have to do. Yeah. And that is to be in front of the camera and to educate our customers and our community. I only work three days a week. So it's not like I'm putting in so much time. I'm not hustling. I'm not exhausted, but I'm just leading with intuition and with that core feeling of why I do what I do every day. And it's to make people feel good in their skin. And like mentally, we talk a lot about, you know, mental health as well with our channel and self-love and all the things that make Sabiaco what it is. But as soon as I flipped into just remembering why I started that business and that core feeling and every day I would just focus on I call it my warm fuzzy feeling and whenever I do my manifesting or my journaling I always just say I just want to feel my warm fuzzy feeling every day and now I feel that every single day and the more that I lent into that feeling and and honoring it like if it was just one fucking second out of a 24-hour day I was like oh I got it that's cool we'll move on to the next and then maybe it was two seconds the next day and then all of a sudden here I am and it's 99% of my day is that warm fuzzy feeling with the couple of you know as you do know in business like it's not rainbows but I think it was just focusing on what I expected you know you can it's so easy to look at other businesses and be like they launched at the same time like for me it's bang and body like we launched at the same time very different brands very different capital raise Mm. and you know we're a completely bootstrapped business but I still can't help that sliver of comparison when I look at where they are compared to where we are and when I get caught in that mindset that's when I start to negatively spiral and think I'm doing all the work why am I not there Mm. and then as soon as I just tap back into that feeling of I've got 20,000 returning customers that I know I'm helping every day, then it's just like the next day, it's just effortless. Yeah, and I feel like it does just come back to your why. And every time you would talk about your why, like just then you were like, it's the warm and fuzzy feelings. It's the people that I'm helping. Why did I start this in the first place? I'm helping the world. I'm helping people feel more comfortable in their skin. And I like to encourage my community when they are manifesting or when they're, you know, working towards something to always think about the why in the way that like, how can it help the world or how can it help others? But I'm not saying you have to go and start a charity or you have to go and start a skincare brand that Mm. literally is helping save the world (laughs) and making people feel comfortable. No, but just find your why. And even though you had a brand for a very long time that was ticking all the boxes that was helping the world and helping other people, you were still facing blocks and obstacles. And it wasn't until you turned inward and started kind of, to me, listening to all of that, it was like you really started honoring yourself as well and what you can do. And I guess you had, you know, your staff members and maybe some of that was you thinking that you couldn't do it. Mm, alone like you weren't good enough to speak in front of camera or you no one wanted to hear from you Mm -hmm. and then that energy comes across but as soon as you were like no I am the right person for this it's like you honor yourself and you say to the universe like okay yes I'm accepting of the gift that you've given me which is like the idea and the creative you know power for this business I I couldn't agree more and I think I've been doing a lot of shamanic healing just out of pure curiosity I love 
getting deeper into my being and what I'm here to do. And the one thing that she always says to me is, why are you hiding from yourself? Mm. You have such a gift and you have such an ability to deliver that gift. Why are you hiding? And it's, you know, the more that I'm digging deeper, it is that, um, for me, it's not particularly fear of failure. It's fear of people trying to drag me down from where I am because Mm. in past friendships throughout high school, like that's a feeling I've experienced a couple of times. So it's so interesting now that I'm doing the work and I can reflect on this crazy year and motherhood is like a whole nother level of learning to back myself. Like I really believe for me that has been like the core motivator of you can fucking do anything. So this business is a walk in the park. Just get to it basically. But I've started to really like realize some of my core feelings and where they're coming from and what holds me back. And now that I'm aware of them, like, Literally in the I love you. I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours. I'm not nervous about it. But when I got in the car, like got out of the car here, I have this new little habit and being like, you fucking got this, Katie. Like, I'm so proud of you. And looking at the, like for me, looking at the sky and just saying, thank you, universe, more of this, please. Like when I start to implement these little tiny snippets that at the start feel really silly, like they feel really silly. I just can't describe the change. And I know when you're in that deep, dark spiral and you hear things like this you're like bullshit it feels too far (laughs) it feels far too far and I've been there I listened to your podcast I was in these places where I was like I'm thinking all the fucking things like I'm journaling I'm doing all visualizing nothing's happening like little pity party and then as I just started to like almost fake it until you make it like just the tiny little wins being like it's meant for you or you're worth receiving this. Like those little affirmations have just now become like, it's just a snowball. Yeah. And they're, they're so powerful. Those little affirmations and the little reminders that, you know, you are powerful and you can do this Katie when the obstacles big or small come, because I feel like very often, even when we're on purpose, we still get obstacles and we Mm. still get blocks. And I know personally for me, sometimes with pass around the smile, if a block comes or if an obstacle comes, I think pass around the smile is doomed. Like I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not on purpose. Why are these obstacles coming then? I've learned enough lessons. I've, I know the redirection, but no, it doesn't mean you're not on purpose. Like you're always going to have these little things, but it's coming up with ways like you have to combat it and Mm. to look at it in different ways. So you were saying before at the start too, like in business, like you have had your kind of fair share of obstacles (laughs) every day. (laughs) And I think this is going to be really inspiring for my community who are listening, who are in that kind of dark place where they feel like they can't move forward and they're blocked So what are you, what's your kind of take on that? Because you were obviously on your right path, but things just weren't quite aligned on that right path just yet. Yeah, I think for me, something I started to notice was I've always, I mean, we all do it. We are all effortless manifestors. But when you start to learn about manifesting, you get a little too obsessed, Mm. I think. And you get a bit demanding with the universe. And the universe probably was teaching me a lesson to be like, no, Katie, you can't just demand at me what you want. You are deserving and it will come, but you need to, you know, be in the flow and you need to receive some little lessons that for me, like I always say two of the most negative experiences in my life have just been now reflecting the most positive and that almost losing the business has taught me 
how resilient I am, but also so many internal like financial tips and all of these like things that I learned how to scale a business with minimal expenses. Like all of those hard lessons when we're in them, we just need to focus on learning the lesson and accepting it. Otherwise it's going to keep showing up until you learn it. Yes, it will. I know. It will. (laughs) But for me, it was just like as hard as it is being like, what can I take out of this? Whether I keep this business or not, this skill I'm learning right now is going to make me the most incredible CEO of someone else's business, managing director, like whatever job I want, basically. Mm -hmm. This skill I'm about to learn and to problem solve is going to, and it might not even be in my business. It's that mm. learning the resilience. It's learning the to be able to back yourself, to know that you can pull yourself out of any shit. Yeah. Oh, I loved all of that so much. That was so inspiring. I've got, like, goosebumps. It's, yeah, it's, it's all so true, though. And to me, what you did as well is you stopped resisting. Mm. And you did just let go and start to go with the flow because you're right, we can get a bit demanding with the universe. And when we're getting demanding... We're needy and we're putting a needy energy out there and the universe is not going to respond to a needy energy or it will respond, but with something that sits at a needy frequency, which is not what we're asking for. And that was something I learned in your course was about, is it the hierarchy of something? Oh, the emotional scale? Yes. And I was like, be honest with yourself, Katie, where are you sitting? And I was in like that jealousy, envy down the bottom. And I was like, okay, that's you're feeling more of that every fucking day. So Mm. get out of it. Mm. Like just find a little snippet to get to the higher one, to the higher one, to the higher one. And something that we did implement, I'm very grateful that my partner, whether he's into it or not, he'll just do it for me. (laughs) Yeah, he's a good man. Before bed, we started a three things that went well for you because, you know, and now it's three things that are great for. It just depends on how we're feeling. But sometimes in your day, there is sometimes there's nothing to be grateful for. Mm. And that's okay Mm. because we all have those days. But if you focus on three things that went well for you, it could be, I had clean water come out of my sink today. Yes. Because there might be a day that your sink might break. Yes. And you might not have that. So focusing on those like tiny little wins before bed for me was really important because it puts you in a positive mindset and then your body gets to receive all of that while you're sleeping. Your subconscious mind is receiving all of that. And then you wake in the morning with like one level up on the scale, you know, and that's, I think that was one really great thing that was helpful for me in that time of just despair, feeling like I don't know what to do and how am I going to get out of this, like, yeah, dark... Like, it's a dark feeling, feeling like you're about to lose your dream business. It's yes. awful. and something that you've worked so hard for and mm. thought it was everything for you. Yeah. And when you are in those times of despair and darkness too, there is so much pressure out there to jump to positivity. And it's just too far to reach. So like that little exercise that you and Dave do before bed, that is so doable. Mm. And it can just take you to that next level. And then that next level might give you that warm and fuzzy feeling you want for two seconds. And that warm and fuzzy feeling might spark an idea. Like you've just, you can be reasonable with yourself. Like realistic, I should say. Um, and what about kind of touching on, you were saying that you were kind of sat in that jealousy mindset. Mm. I have been there too. I've been very open on my podcast about that, especially in the film and TV world, but with business, it is so hard to not get stuck in comparison and feel jealous. And I think what I had only just realized in the last couple of years was that 
I, I think I used to think that if I'm feeling jealous and competitive, I'll just use that to drive me to do better and I'll still manifest and I will say my positive mantras, let's say I'm wanting to manifest, I don't know, a hundred orders. I'm not going to manifest a hundred orders if I'm feeling jealous. Mm. Like the energies, the frequencies, they don't match up. Like it will not work. Yeah. So the first step is to let go of that jealousy. But take us through kind of how you felt and how you kind of combat that jealousy. Yeah. And I guess for me, the first time I felt that in my business was around the two-year mark. Um, When I started my podcast and I was interviewing other business owners, I was lucky enough to speak to the girls from My Glow 2. They were like a body product that blew up on TikTok. I reckon the first business that blew up on TikTok. And after that interview, I was like, okay, I'm dedicated to figuring out TikTok. I'm going to give it a go. Obviously, I'd watch their videos every day for inspiration. I would never, like, replicate what they did. But I was like, why is it working? Like, mm. trying. I'm a very analytical thinker. I was mm-hmm. like, what can I be doing? And I would see the amount of orders that they were packing every day. And I would look at the maybe 20 orders that I got that day and be like, oh, this sucks. My mm. business sucks compared to theirs. And I think that that was the slight tip of the scale. for Before that period... Everything in our business was just skyrocketing week to week. We were like, oh, my God, where's all this coming from? Like, so oblivious, not trying hard, like, obviously working hard, but just receiving, like, ridiculous. And then it was when I started to get on that, like, TikTok algorithm of business, and I just started to feel really shit and wondering why my product wasn't getting out there and almost being angry with the universe because I was like, my product's helping the planet so and it's helping it people. So I'm, you know, I'm really fucking deserving of success because yeah. I'm doing something good for the planet. Mm-hmm. And then I started to get like frustration, jealousy. And to be honest, I still experience that today. And I think I always will because we're always, unfortunately, in our world, we're constantly showing the highlight reel of other people. But then I just started to focus on... Yeah, almost not using it to fuel your passion, but taking it as like an inspiration to where I could be. Mm. Looking at those orders or whatever it is, whether it's the holiday or the thing that I want the most, the baby, whatever Mm. it is, I would look at it and be like, what are the feelings that I will feel when I'm there? And Mm -hmm. focusing on that instead of the lack, just being like, those girls have worked hard. They deserve that success and I can't wait to be there. Yeah instead of that lack and it is hard I still go through the the phases of being like oh it's not working it will I I don't think it will ever stop and I think that that is wise in itself to actually just accept that jealousy and that feeling of comparison it will actually never go away we can't eradicate it completely because we're human beings um, but we can come up with tools to kind of combat it a little bit and, you know, fuel it in different ways, like you said. Um, but everything you said, I was just like, she's a wise owl. <laughs> Katie, wise owl. I could just listen to you all day. Oh, likewise. And, well, oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted to touch on with what you said was I, the, I think the thing that I dislike the most about jealousy is how it can take away from how well you're doing, actually. Like you said, you were getting 20 orders a day, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah, like, second year of business, yeah, that's huge. Like, huge. However, 
that feeling of jealousy and the minute you open your phone has the power to take that proud feeling away from you. And I've experienced that as well. I've had an incredible week where I've, you know, been really proud of the content I'm putting on my podcast or the orders I've done or the videos I've made, whatever. And I can open Instagram and be on there for three seconds and all of that is ripped away from me. I'm like, this is not okay. So to that level, we've got to do something. Like I I am working on it. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy how it can just take that away from you. And I feel that feeling too. Like we just had, and so did you, like our biggest months ever in business, which Mm. is something so fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. Like in the, you know, the situation that we are in, lots of people are losing their businesses at the moment. And for us to have the biggest months ever is like so incredible. But to then hop on, whatever social platform or whatever you get to receive from other people and see something bigger than what you've done. It immediately takes it away. And something that I have done since actually March when I started to make a lot of like serious changes Mm. about, okay, I need to, no one's going to fix my internal feelings except for me. So I have muted that many people on my Instagram and I don't even really go on there. I go on there to post. Yeah look for recipes yeah. and then I leave. Yeah. You know, like I really have gotten strict with my energy. Mm. I, I've cut out so many friendships that make me feel shit because I don't, I don't need that, you no. know, and it is hard and it's lonely and it, it is really daunting having to make serious changes in your life. But if you are serious about the, the life that you want, like how, what are you choosing? Are you choosing to just stay in it where you are forever because you're too scared to cut yeah. the shit out to get yeah. to where you need to be and I think when I started to make all of those changes is when I started to really realize like okay I know that certain TikToks will make me feel like shit so why am I wasting time I yep. could be talking to Dave I could be journaling I could be fucking just doing nothing breathing yeah yep. just looking out the window yeah like, what, when was the last time we looked out the window just and admired the sky? Exactly. Like, not many Very people would rare. do that. Yes. They're always on their phone. Yeah. And I, like, as a business owner, I'm like, be on the phone to order my products. You yeah. Know? <laughs> We're encouraging but, it. But it's hard because it is, like, a vicious loophole. And that's why both you and I spend a lot of time creating motivating content. Like, obviously, yeah. we're here to sell products. That's, that's our business. Yeah. But we're not here to sell a product and get a money exchange we're here to like have an energetical exchange yeah for me I'm so invested in knowing that my customers are going to feel good in their skin because not feeling good in your skin is an awful feeling yeah I've been there we've all been there and knowing that you sharing tips and tools on mindset is going to literally change people's life like that's what we start to focus on and when you if you are a business owner and you're struggling with that Really try and focus on creating content that is instigating the feeling that you're hoping to achieve because then people are going to watch it more because they feel good. Yes. If you're constantly being like, I don't know, making content that makes people feel, oh, Cleo is just like printing money with her affirmation yeah. cards, you're not going to get lots of views either. No. If no. you're explaining the feeling of why you do what you do and you're instigating it, it's just going to attract more of the right people. Yeah, and I think you and me had this conversation recently where – you do kind of being a business owner get stuck in that like financial side of things where you're like, Oh, I, I, at the end of the day, like I am trying to survive, (laughs) I'm trying to pay my bills. But as soon as 
I get into that mindset of like, I'm trying to make money to survive, I will make nothing. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I go, oh my God, today I sold, you know, seven decks and they're going all over the world to create difference, to make these people feel good, to bring them out of the funk they're in more orders come in yeah and it's just about yeah changing your focus really looking at your why and remembering too that like you said before the energy that you put out is the energy that you get back like there's literally machines that photograph energy leaving the body yeah our energy is so precious and like you were saying before good on you for setting these boundaries that I'm sure would have been very uncomfortable Mm. and hard for you to set but you're setting your future self up for success, for happiness, for clarity, for peace. Yeah. And that's what so many of us don't do because it's like saying no to that person or having that boundary now is going to be really uncomfortable and hard, so I just won't do it. Yeah. Oh, and I waited a long time to do it because of that exact feeling. But now, like, after seeing the change, I'm, like, quite, like, frugal. I don't know if that's, like, the right word, but when I meet people, it's like a yes or no immediately. Yeah. And I almost feel like a bit guilty when people will reach out and like, oh, I'd love to like do this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm just even not going, we're all entitled to, to say yes or no. I think you've started honoring yourself. Yeah. Like, and you did throughout that part of your life when Sabia Co was like, is it going to happen? Is it Mm. not going to happen? You started honoring, accepting who you are, why you're here and who your energy is deserving with and of. And when. Yeah. And that is important because so many of us, like in my episode with Maddie, we talked about like people pleasing and actually giving too much. Yeah. Which I definitely do sometimes with Pass Around the Smile as well. And you feel it. You feel drained. Mm. You feel emotionally exhausted. So it's okay to put those boundaries in place. Like it's your life. Yeah, exactly. And we all like, we all owe it to ourselves to do that because when we start to give, like it's the classic, you can't pour from an empty cup. But when I became a mum, I felt to my core pouring from an empty cup. And I was like, no, no, no. My most important thing to me is my baby, Dave, my business, my family, my friends. Mm -hmm. And that's the order it is. And for some people, it might be family first or friends first. But for me, that's my order. And I'm okay with that. I fucking love that. Absolutely. And that's how I really think about things. Like, And obviously, myself has to come in there somewhere. And if I don't put myself somewhere at the top, how the rest just doesn't flow and then I start to be like an unpresent mother I start to not want to be on socials start to bicker with Dave about things that don't matter and I'm like oh hang on a minute yeah I've lost the hierarchy of needs for myself and I need to go back in and check in and be like no 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 what am I saying yes to that I actually don't really want to say yes to I think what inspires me and excites me the most about your story is the way that when you did make these decisions and these changes and when you started working on your mindset and honoring yourself, how quickly everything changed. Like it's this reminder that I actually just did a podcast, I think it was last week. And one of the quotes in my flip book is something like, don't be surprised at how quickly the universe moves or like works with you when you decide or when you let go, you Mm -hmm. know, and you did that and you are proof. And I hope this is so inspiring for my community. You are proof that things can literally change in a matter of seconds Mm. and like just open up and flow. And not just with the business, with family, with friendships, with everything. It was like, 
so exciting for me to watch you just thrive, 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 thrive and continue to thrive. It is. I literally say to Dave, like, you know, that three thing that we say before bed, it's like 300 now. I'm like, I can't believe like the quality of friends I have in my life is just like blows me away. And it was literally in March. I like fucking clean slated my life. I was like, actually, no, I don't, I just don't care anymore. Like you're coming to me, you're sucking my energy. It's just not worth it right now. And I've got a baby, so it's a perfect excuse. And then I did feel really lonely. I'm Mm -hmm. someone that thrives on connection and community. And I'm lucky that my business gives me a lot of that too. Mm. But I just like gave, gave it this space of being like, I know my perfect friendship group will come to me in time. I went to like some weird business thing and I met my girlfriend, Joe, who's just like, a mirror of me and someone who inspires me so much and there is not a sliver of jealousy in that friendship. Mm-hmm. That's open like to so many more friends that I've met through her. I've met you and all of the girlfriends that have come with that. There's so many and then like friendships that I had almost forgotten about that have like re-flourished. Oh how nice is like, that? Like my my best friend I traveled the world with. We just got busy and yeah. like fell out of touch but now we FaceTime every week and I'm like oh my god I've got too many friends now like going from this place of like I can't find friends that make me feel good and that something for me and I think it's a really hard thing to say out aloud is I want friends that celebrate me Mm -hmm. and it is can come across very selfish but if you are my friend you know I celebrate you tenfold yeah and I found it really hard to share my wins and I think that's also like a catalyst of the negative flow of the business is I started to be ungrateful for my success I had I was hiding it friends would be like oh my god looks like you and Dave are killing it like with a little sliver of negativity and I'm like oh no it's like it's fine like you should see the bills that come out like and I I fucking manifested that flop in the business because I was starting to hide my success and to feel guilty for it oh my god I honestly couldn't relate more Mm. like I talked about it on the podcast as well there was a time where I yeah started feeling so guilty that my manifestations were coming really easily and well and I was manifesting a new house when I had just got a new house and there were a couple of lessons in that like I did just need to sit and (laughs) be grateful (laughs) yeah have a minute like not always want more but there was more to the lesson where it was like I stopped talking about things going well because it made other people feel uncomfortable and yeah, you need those people around you that celebrate you. And it's not selfish to say that and to want that because you know that you're going to give that back. Mm, Yeah, for sure. And I think that's something really important when things do start to go well. If you don't have that community that you can share it with and talk about it with, something that I've started to do, which sounds really, really lame, but I voice record my own meditations for like when I want to do like some serious work and there's the one that I made in March that is like it's 10 minutes and it's so detailed driving my hybrid car having like a a effortless linen clothes that are sustainably sourced wearing my BB cream buying coffee for the team when I get there like down to so many little details having a break after lunch to be able to do acupuncture or healing and that's what I do once a week now And I got on the bed for like my shamanic healing last week and I cried and I was like, I'm living my dream life. And she's like, what, Katie? I was like, no, no, I've been, I made this recording like six months ago and this is, I'm doing it. Like I'm doing it. Thank you for sharing that because I bet so many people will go and do this now. It is life changing. I read 
a study, I can't remember what it was or where it was, but it was something about your own voice. And I think there's an app that might help you yeah. do it as well. And I mean, personally, I listen to my own meditations. Yeah. So when you're saying, you probably think I'm crazy. I'm like, dude, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to my own but meditations it daily. Like... It's meant to be something about your own voice talking to you, especially when you're falling asleep. Like mm. if you let it play, it can be so powerful. And I really love how you said it was down to the finer details, buying coffee for your team, like driving your hybrid car, wearing the linen clothes, like everything you are like creating this movie of your life. Yeah. And now you're living that. You're like acting, not acting, but yeah. you're like in the movie of your life. And like, it's, it is, that is one tool that I can't recommend enough because mm. it is like, for me, actually your walking meditation is the only meditation that I can't pick a bit that I don't like out of <laughs> but I really struggle to listen to other people's meditations because mm. I'm like I wish you didn't say that and then I get like stuck on a thought and be like oh, that's kind of annoying or she's breathing too heavy like <laughs> I'm a thinker and yeah. I'm like there's always something that I don't really froth and then I was like fuck it I'll just make my own yeah and in mine one thing that I did leave in there is like I studied on a word or I and at the start I was like redoing it redoing it and it became like really like challenging and I was like actually Katie you will always be like imperfect so just fucking embrace it and now when I hear those little stutters I'm like oh that's funny yeah (laughs) so cute (laughs) but it keeps that like vibe a bit higher because like I'm like whoops like when I'm in the meditation I'm listening to it and I my old me goes oops like yeah it's just yeah that's you because you don't want to pretend to be someone that you're not and you're right like none of us perfect yeah that has been a really big tool that I I don't, like, I don't really think about it much. It's just a daily, I don't listen to it daily anymore because I felt like every day when I drove to work, I listened to it for, like, months. And then all of a sudden I was driving my hybrid car, looking at my hybrid car, listening to it, being like, you are fucking doing it, looking at the sky, thank you, universe. Oh, my God. Like, I, got, I have shivers. I bet I'm going to get so many messages from Pass Around the Smilers being like, oh, my God, I'm doing do what that. Katie yeah. said because that is, like... Down to, I really incorporated the feelings that you get, like how it made me feel. I bring coffee to the team because I love giving. Yes. the words that I say. Yeah. Because that is something that I love doing and it makes me feel good. And in the meditation, I'm like, oh yeah, I know that feeling because I like giving. That's the thing. And we have to focus always on the feeling. And then if the universe at the end of the day, you know, bringing a coffee to your team isn't right for you, the universe will give you something else that still makes you feel like you are giving. Yeah. But in your circumstance, getting coffee for your team was right for you, you know? Yeah. And that's what I've learned too. It's like we can get really specific on things that we're manifesting. It's fine to be specific, but then you do have to let it go and accept that there might be something better out there for you. Yeah. All right, we're back. We had a little break that ended up going, oh, my God. (laughs) Need a little cup of tea. Yeah, we broke for a while, but we're back. Um, so, Katie, I want to ask you a question that I know that my community are just going to love, and it's all about doing less and attracting more because it's something that you are absolutely thriving at at the moment. And just like tell us about it because it's so inspiring. We all want to do less and attract more. So, mm-hmm. how do you do it? Well, I think I obviously keep going back to that pivotal time in my life where. I was doing everything and nothing was working and then I just started to get back into the the feeling I have a baby and something that makes me feel warm and fuzzy is him. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to prioritise as many good feelings as I can in a day and as I started to do that, 
Also losing our staff member and running a business as a new mum is a fucking lot. I'm not going to lie to anyone. It's a lot on your plate. It's very stressful and you don't know what your baby's going to do every day. Yeah. That's like hard thinking you've got a two hour nap window to do a podcast and then they don't nap today for some reason. I just started to get into this like literally it's intuition and when I know that things are going right in my life it's when I am with my intuition but in my birth I lost my intuition and it's something I've been really working hard to get back to and something that I don't know if other people feel but for me sometimes I can't differentiate uh, like anxiety or fear or if it's my intuition Mm -hmm. and for such a long time in that really tricky time I was like is it my intuition telling me to close the business or is it my anxiety or fear or whatever it is um and as I just started to like uncover as we do journaling writing all the things I just got to that place where I was like it actually doesn't need to I don't need to spend hours crafting an email like I know what works best for my business and that's me educating on video Mm -hmm. so I'll just do that yeah like we I recycle emails all the time. If you're a business owner and you've got a, 10 emails that do well, send them every other month. Yeah. People don't know. People yeah. aren't saving your emails and being like, oops, Sabia sent me that two months ago. Yeah. Like, it's about getting smarter with your time management. And that, I was forced into that because of becoming a mum. And yeah, I've just been really focusing on the doing less, attracting more. But it's more of a moving with intention and attracting more of that. So that warm and fuzzy feeling, being more in that place so I can attract more of that instead of being in the frantic, I've got 400, I don't write to-do lists because that's something that makes me feel like I've got a lot to do. Yeah, true. And I've got like the doing less attracting more method for me is going into the warehouse. I have to start my day by looking at the emails because your customer service is what navigates your day. Do that. I don't pack orders anymore, which is I'm grateful for. But then I kind of eat the frog, as one of our staff members always calls it. And I do, like, the hardest thing first. Mm. And then it just flows on. And I really do feel like I'm working three days a week from eight till three. And attracting more than you ever have. Attracting more than I ever have. And I think there's so many elements in there of trust and faith as well. Like, you're actually doing the, the kind of physical is that what you say like physical steps like real life steps productive steps to do less yes like the emails you're recycling or you know the eating the frog first they are all such good tips and I love that but what you're doing by doing those things I guess is you are honoring yourself and your time when you honoring when you honor yourself and your time you're saying to the universe I deserve time yeah and then the universe responds with like here have more and yeah like, we get stuck in that. We've got to hustle. We've got to work hard. We've got to be so productive. We've got to be so tired at the end of every day and not stop. But And that's something, no. like, with that whole TikTok comparison thing, we both have, like, a couple of accounts that we follow and it makes you feel fucking anxious. Yeah. Like, they're productivity accounts. And you're like, that's not healthy. It's just this world we're living in is telling us to do more constantly. But we're not here to do. We're here to feel. Like, yeah. our whole life purpose is to, like, love yes. and to have fun. That's yeah. what we're here for. And when we get stuck in these, like, fucking regimented protocols, it there's no room for fun. Mm. When you know what you're doing from 
9am to 4pm like with your diary entries and your alarms yeah you're going to get a lot done but you're probably going to have a really shit day and then you're going to attract more of these really busy but feeling shit days yeah Whereas and you're like sorry to interrupt yeah. so I was just going to say like you're controlling every element of your day and you're not leaving any space and time for the universe to have a say yeah because very often we don't know what's right we yeah. don't know what's best for us even though we think we do but when we actually leave time for the universe to co-create with us, that's when everything changes and flows. And that's how I feel like in in those first few months of like the changing, all the things that were changing in me, I did have like structured days because I had so much shit to get done and I yeah. needed to be structured. But then I got like that burnt out, yucky feeling, resentment towards the business. Like I just want to hang out with Louis. Mm. And then I was like, actually, no, I don't need to do that today. That can yeah. wait until tomorrow. And when I started to make room, I told the universe, I want room in my days. I want time to be able to come see you and have a podcast and not have to be here for two hours and leave straight away. I want time to chat and mm. to like get inspiration. And that's when those videos pop into our minds and we're like, oh, I might do this or the product. Like, for me, this sunscreen has been really hard to make, but it has been the most intuition-led. It even gives me goosebumps thinking about this whole product launch. I just left the universe to do the work. I've been struggling for three years to do it, and then in September I had a meeting with our manufacturer, and he was like, we can't do it. I'm so sorry. Like, It's just not going to work. And I was like, oh, that's so fucking annoying. And then he was like, but this guy in Brisbane might be able to help you. Literally, like called him on the Friday afternoon, had a sample on the Monday, like went into, like it has been so quick, ridiculously quick. I was there yesterday filling our first ever bottle and I just looked at the guy and I was like, how are we here? And he's like, I don't know, but you just get shit done. Oh, but I didn't get shit done. I just left you it. You let it happen. And I guess like you were saying, you were trying to make it happen for three years, but that was not the way that it was meant to happen. No. When you finally let go, the universe was like, here's this guy, like here's yeah. this guy right down the road. And, and this is, I can't wait to see how this launch goes. I know how this launch will go mm. very well, but I'm excited to watch the journey because when something is led by your intuition, it is always going to work. And I know that might frustrate some of my listeners because if you're in that time of your life where you're like, but I don't know what I want. I don't know what will make me happy. We've both been there. Oh, and we go there regularly. We like, go there. You don't get to arrive. a point where it doesn't <laughs> yes. keep happening. No, we go there all the time. We're regulars. But yeah, like it really is getting in touch with your intuition, focusing on the feelings, allowing, letting mm. go. It, tell us tell us more about your sun cream because it's about to come out. I'm so excited. It's coming out this Thursday. It is the world's first refillable sunscreen, which is just, how has no one done it? Is my question. It was supposed to be you. It's something I'm very passionate about. And I have started to something, if you're on camera for your business, and unfortunately you have to be, like it's, that's how it is now. But for so long, I was trying to be correct. I didn't want to upset anyone. We never discussed politics or like nothing because that's not my place. Yeah. But I do try to be very neutral and a few months ago, a particular influencer launched a brand, a skincare brand, because there's no education. They're just mm. getting really cheap products that are going to give people skin irritation. They come in plastic. And it just made my blood boil. And for some reason, the universe was like, Katie, you should talk about that on your stories today. And mm. I did. And the amount of cu- new customers, they became new customers that were like, thank you for 
fucking talking about this because mm. everyone is too scared to like we love our influencers we love this they're doing the best they can and I've started to like I call her my Italian alter ego because that's who she is and she comes out regularly like at home but I never like get to show that side on my community because I was worried that people might be like oh I thought Katie was like the sweet innocent mum that's really kind I am really kind but I'm still like vicious about my morals and what I think is right and I don't think that that type of stuff is right. So anyway, that was a little thing about just owning, like you don't need to be rude and I never do it in a rude way. I mm. like make it a little bit funny, but owning what you think is right is going to attract your audience that also think it's right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, world's first sunscreen, certified organic, vegan, reef safe. It's literally a mouthful. I sent out a press release yesterday. <laughs> and another thing that I'm adapting is like owning my personality. I'm cheeky. And a press release is not a place to be cheeky. But in my press release, I'm explaining what the product is. And I was like, yeah, it's a mouthful. And trust me, it took three years to get that mouthful together. And I, like, put a bit of humour in it. And our friend who works at Channel 9 was like, Katie. And he was like, but I love it because it made me have a break in the reading and be like, "That that's a fun person. And you're shining through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's – I just can't believe that it's launched. Like, I'm – in disbelief and I'm very nervous about how well it's going to go I really do think that we're going to sell out which is like crazy but it's because I've yeah like everything that we do is about authenticity the whole doing less and attracting more I've shared the process with our customers and I've involved them in the sampling process and I think when we get to create like everyone wants customers to buy their product yeah but you need to build a community that feels like they're a part, they own a little snippet of your brand. Mm. And when I interact our customers in trialing phases and all of the things, they're like so proud of the product themselves. Like we're getting customers messaging us being like, can I just buy it now? Like, when is it coming? I've been telling my friends about it or like randoms messaging us being like, I know the sunscreen's coming. Can I pre-order it? And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, you <laughs> just can't, wait until you... Thursday. But yeah, I, it, it's really hard to say in my line of work, and I do get asked this lots in, like, interviews, like, how do you formulate? And truly, I do lead with intuition. Yeah. And that's – people don't like that because it's yeah. fluffy. Yeah. But I know what it's going to help people's skin. It's, yeah. It's a knowing, and it's because this is my sole purpose. Like, yeah. I'm not forcing to have a multi-million dollar skincare brand. I know that I'm put here – to create good products. Yeah. And when I just lean into it and say to the big 50-year-old guy that doesn't believe in intuition, no, 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 no. It's I formulate with intuition because I know it works. Yeah. And it gives me the funny look. I just go, oh, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, yeah. And this is why your brand has gone so well. And because you're open about that. Mm. And because it is led by intuition, you're not forcing anything. And when I do force, that's when I lose it all. Yes. And I feel like this past year... I know we're about to go into like a really exciting phase of business, but this last year had to happen as hard as it was for me to realign and remember to always lead with intuition. Mm -hmm. I think that's been the key learning, like having meeting with distributors and like all these crazy big conversations that I can't believe are happening to me, but going into those meetings as myself, like I don't need to wear a fucking suit. I don't wear a suit. I'm coming in my flowy little fun dress and I'm going to bring my son with me because I'm a mother in business and this is who 
I am. And if you want the product, you want the whole package. Yeah. And when I show up like that, people are so taken aback, but they love it because they're like, yeah. Why does it have to be a certain way? We love that you're leading by example. Like our target market is women and lots of women do become mothers. Yeah. It's inspiring to see a woman leading, like there's no women that own skincare businesses. Well, there's not many that own skincare businesses that are completely founder-led and formulated and bootstrapped. Mm. So to be able to lead in that space, I feel like it's almost like my duty to show that I can do it, to show that other women can do it too. Yeah, it's so inspiring. You are very inspiring. (laughs) It's, oh, I'm so excited for everyone to hear this episode. And now I haven't prepared you for this, so if you don't have one, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But do you have like a nice little quote or something that you've been leaning on lately that is kind of inspiring you or making you feel good? I think it's just like, well, the one thing I've been saying so much is thank you, universe, more of this, please. Um, That really helps me in every aspect, but also like, Leaning with leading with my intuition is something I'm yeah. saying a lot because I did lose it for a period and I've been working really fucking hard mm. to find it again. And I think all mothers will experience this push and pull of you make this baby, whether you get to birth the baby or not how you want. There's so much being told how to do. Yeah. But no one just takes a step back and lets the mother become a mother. Like the whole journey of becoming a mother is to experience this crazy transition. But it's taken away from us and it's instilled with a lot of rules and fear. Mm. And I felt that. And now I'm just so grateful to have like done the full circle and to be able to feel my intuition and to know like it's not just with parenting, it's with business, it's with friendships. It's like cemented this absolute knowing yeah. in me and I'm so glad to have it back. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. That's like, yeah, very wise advice to share because when we do lead with our intuition, everything flows. Everything yeah. makes sense, becomes connected again. So, yeah, it should be a goal that we're all working toward. Thank you so much, thank Katie, you. for coming on. You are amazing. You're amazing. We get to turn the fan back on now. It's so <laughs> hot, guys. We it's are. so hot in this studio. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Thank you so much. You'll find all of Katie and Savia Co's info in the show notes. Definitely check out her sun cream, which by the time this episode comes out, the sun cream will be out as well. So yay. <laughs>